Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham, and we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great content. Uh, but first, we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you. Uh, like Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to go make them a part of your new car buying process. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash atoz. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across the mid-state in Columbia, uh, Murfreesboro, and in Franklin. They are online at krebskubota.com. So, Zach, uh, we talked a lot of Senior Bowl reaction on Monday. It was a great show talking and starting the draft season, as you mentioned. Sam's Titans Mock Draft 1.0 is out. They'll have the next one centered around the NFL Combine. that begins later this month of February. And, of course, the Super Bowl is about five days away. But Mike Vrabel was fired just under a month ago uh, from the Tennessee Titans. And a lot of people nationally were saying, what are the Titans doing firing an established good head coach who's been a head coach of the year. And since Mike Vrabel was fired, the Titans and seven other NFL teams have hired a new head coach and Mike Vrabel is not one of them. So uh, just want to go through a little bit and just kind of set this up before we get to the Diana Rossini uh, audio that kind of hit the, hit the social media uh, yesterday. And I got to give credit to our guy, James Foster for A to Z sports film room. I don't know if this thing would have been a big story if James didn't tweet that out because James has like 4.8 million impressions on that tweet. <laughs> and so that thing uh, made its rounds. But the NFL head coaching hires that have uh, been made this offseason, the Chargers with Jim Harbaugh, the Commanders, Dan Quinn, Falcons, Falcons, Raheem Morris, Panthers, Dave Canales, Patriots, Gerard Mayo, Raiders, Antonio Pierce, Titans, Brian Callahan, and the Seahawks, Mike McDonald. No Mike Vrabel. Now, Zach, before we hear from Diana, were you surprised that Mike Vrabel did not get a head coaching job after being fired by the Titans this year? Honestly, no, because of, I think, what went down with the single franchise that made the most sense for Mike Vrabel, which was the New England Patriots. Once that went away, which they had their plan with Gerard Mayo, and they moved pretty quick, right? They didn't have to go through all of the process of hiring a, a coach. I thought when you when you took that off of the table, you're trying to kind of fit you're trying to fit Mike Vrabel into a place maybe he doesn't necessarily fit because Mike Vrabel is unique. We'll talk about why you know he got fired and why he doesn't have a job and all of that stuff, but once the Patriots were off the board, I actually was not surprised because I, I thought, you know, the Patriots made the most sense. You're trying to replace the greatest football coach in NFL history. That's it. It's Bill Belichick. But when, when Mayo becomes the coach, I think Mike Vrabel kind of looked around and, you know, processes had already started. He was mm -hmm. trying to get it the lay of the land. He's trying to play PR through his side. And I also thought, and this is something that I don't think anybody brought up. 
Bill Belichick, after he got fired, gives a, a, a huge rundown of thanking the New England Patriots faithful, the organization, the employees, right? Now, you got a lot of Super Bowl victories, a lot of playoff appearances, a lot of happy times within that. The last year was not very good, but not a lot of sad, bad seasons. We really haven't heard from Mike Vrabel since being fired. Hasn't no. tweeted, hasn't put out a statement, hadn't thanked anybody. Now, you don't have to do any of that stuff. So, like, I'm not sitting here saying that, well, what the hell's going on? But I do think it was telling. All we heard were some reports and rumblings of interviews, right? Then mm-hmm. he interviewed, didn't get the job. But, you know, he was coach of the year for here for the Tennessee Titans. And then he went 7-3 and three after being coach of the year. And then the entire engine broke down and did not move after that. And so I, I felt like all of these pieces leading up and leading up and leading up. And now you're looking around, all the jobs are filled, and Mike Vrabel's not one of the guys. Yeah, the only thing we've seen come from Mike Vrabel in a statement uh, congratulating and talking about Terrell Williams, a former assistant of his, being one of the two head coaches at the Senior Bowl last week and the opportunity that Terrell Williams got. And now Terrell Williams is a part of the Detroit Lions coaching staff under Dan Campbell. Uh, But that's all we've had from Mike Vrabel. Now, Mike Vrabel went on interviews. He talked with the Carolina Panthers. He talked with the Atlanta Falcons and the L.A. Chargers. Uh, So for those jobs, uh, Mike Vrabel at least had some type of interview uh, a part of the process. But let's get to Diana Rossini because this came out in the Athletics Football Show podcast uh, that James Foster tweeted out from No Flags Film Twitter account of A to Z Sports Film Room. And this thing started to blow up. And then the Athletic put this clip out this morning for the audio around the quotes that really blew this thing up on social media on Monday. What is your sense of why like Vrabel doesn't have a head coaching job right now? I don't think that there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions and that is a factor which i left i said stop that that's not something that's real who cares what someone physically looks like and he said i'm just telling you i've been i've been in rooms and and somebody's physical presence can make a difference so that's from the athletics football show that he's too intimidate, too intimidating, too big of a person uh, for some of these owners to hire him or feel comfortable hiring him. There's a lot to this. So I, I want to go ahead before we get to our, 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 you know, we can ask our question, but there's also a buy or sell aspect of this as well. But with Mike Vrabel and that comment from Diana Rossini, we want to know from you guys, what's the biggest reason why Mike Vrabel didn't get a head coaching job this year? What is the biggest reason why Mike Vrabel did not get a head coaching job this year? Diane just said there wasn't a fit for him and that one GM at the Senior Bowl said he's very intimidating. And that's That makes a difference when you're 
in the room with these guys as you're trying to hire somebody. So what's the biggest reason why Mike Rabel is not currently an NFL head coach? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where to go. Health, dental, and vision. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. They've got agents all across the state of Tennessee to help you out. I switched now over two years ago, and I'm really glad that I did. Better price and better plan for me and my family. It can be a better price and a better plan for you and your family. All you've got to do is take the health assessment and get a quote. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. They've been in business over 75 years. They can be trusted. We love Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've been a great partner of A to Z Sports for some time now and will continue to be. Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com slash A to Z. Get a quote and then make your decision. I did. It was the best decision for me. Check out for you if you're in the state of Tennessee, fbhp.com. And with BetMGM, it's that week. You know, the big game's coming up here, and you can win with BetMGM and A to Z Sports in multiple ways, always with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. You get the first bet offer up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. But if you don't want to go that big on your first bet, no sweat, you've got ATOZ 200. Sign up with BetMGM's app with code ATOZ 200. All you have to do a $5 money line wager on the big game, regardless of the outcome. You instantly get $158 back in bonus bets. That's as soon as that $5 money line wager goes down. Uh, right there with BetMGM, that's code ATOZ200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. First online room money wager only. Rewards issues non under bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. All right, Zach, I want to play the audio one more time before I send you to the chat. And we're asking you, what is the biggest reason why Mike Vrabel is not an NFL head coach right now? Here was Diana Rossini from the Athletics Football Show. What is your sense of why Mike Vrabel doesn't have a head coaching job right now? I don't think that there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which I left. I said, stop. That That's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like? And he said, I'm just telling you, I've been I've been in rooms. And, and somebody's Physical presence can make a difference. So what's the biggest reason why Vrabel's not a head coach? Zach, I'll send you to the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And, you know, Hello Ladies starts off and says, that's the stupidest crap I've ever heard, talking (laughs) about the physical uh, appearance. We'll talk about that. But back Mm -hmm. to the chat, ego, I've seen quite a bit. Stubborn from chills, arrogance from Steven, uh, personality. Uh, no one wants him, just from Eric. Uh, die by the run from Charles. Uh, attitude from Rooney, outdated from Andre. Ego again from David. Arrogance from Steven. Scheme from IR. It's his damn ego from Troy. Losing record the last two years because he's a defensive head coach. Uh, 
because of his run first philosophy. You know, I, I do want to add, you know, run first philosophy is also based on the roster that you have. The quarterbacks that he ha- had were not elite quarterbacks, right? Will Levis wasn't because for the short time that they were together, yeah. Brian Tannehill wasn't, and Marcus Mariota wasn't, right? The elite came from the running back, and they he did lean into that because I felt – and I think a lot of people felt like he should because he was their best player. Could they have done a better job and won more games? I think you always can look back and say hindsight's twenty twenty. But run first philosophy, I think that was the philosophy with the roster that they had and how it was built. Uh, can't pick talent from Roy. Wants to also be a GM, so talking about control. No one wants to deal with his ego. Uh, wants too much control from Ashley. Ego and coaching style from Will. Stubbornness stubbornness uh you know this is a control freak these are tough words philosophy you know these are tough words but they all kind of fit together in like stubbornness Mm -hmm. ego scheme outdated that's what Mike Vrabel was a big one yeah yeah, Yeah, that's kind of what Mike Vrabel represented at least in some of the eyes I think those are those are some negative qualities, but there are also some positive qualities of Mike Vrabel that he brings to the table, right? There's always pros and cons to everything that you do. Austin, why, what do you think the biggest reason for yeah. Mike Vrabel being fired was? I mean, we didn't ask what's one word, uh, but I, I do think in one word, it the easiest way to say is I believe it's stubbornness. I think that is the most all-encompassing word you can use to describe Mike Vrabel and why some of these other coaches uh, were hired instead of him to be NFL coaches this season. Because you know what it's not? It's not because he's a defensive-minded guy. That's what it's not. Because let's just look at the coaches that were hired uh, this cycle. Dan Quinn, defensive guy. Falcons, Raheem Morris, defense. Patriots, Gerard Mayo, defense. Raiders, Antonio Pierce, defense. Seahawks, Mike McDonald, defense. That is five out of the eight defensive-minded humans being head coaches. So it's not that. Uh, I truly... Uh, here's where I'll push back. Go back okay. to that list. There's a difference between what Mike Vrabel came from and what he represented than those candidates, right? Head coach, defense, who was fired, right? You look at that list, that doesn't... They don't compute, right? So Mike Vrabel did have that going for him or against him in that sense is that he was a defensive-minded head coach who was fired. Right. And and so you're saying that... All of the other candidates that were defensive-minded were not defensive-minded head coaches that were fired this year. So there is... It, recency does matter. So you could sit there. I, I don't doubt because those are factual things that defensive-minded uh, coaches got hired. Yeah. But Mike Vrabel was the only one out of all of that was a defensive head coach that just got fired. Oh, yeah, but that's a different reason. Like, that's not what I was saying. I, my point that I was making, Zach, was that him being a defensive-minded head coach is not why he doesn't have a head coaching job. Do you agree with that? Uh because five out of the eight hired. I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the singular reason I agree with you. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's, not... that's my point. That's that's the only point that I was making there. So I, I think it's because of it, it's this stubborn personality. It's that people learn and people find out 
that maybe Mike Vrabel is difficult to work with. We've all known this. He was here for six years. He wears on people. And that you have to take that into account. And if you're going to hire a new head coach, you need to, a lot of these teams are needing like positive, positive vibes. And a lot of Mike Vrabel right now is negative around him. So that stubbornness is the best all-encompassing word that I can find to describe why I don't think he has a head coaching job this year. So I, I go back to what Diana said because she said it exactly kind of how I felt is that he was not hired because he did not have a good fit with any of the openings. Let's talk about the openings because I think it's, it's less for me the ego and the stubbornness is there. I, I don't, you can't deny that. We know that. We've seen that firsthand. But really, the only fit, in my opinion, was the Chargers because they had a quarterback. Mike Vrabel has already proven that he can't win a Super Bowl without a quarterback, right? I mean, he got him so far, but he interviewed for the LA Chargers job, which I think that, that interview made sense because maybe Mike Vrabel can come in and take you from here to possibly a Super Bowl with a good quarterback, all the other teams didn't have that. They didn't offer that. So that's why I think Mike Vrabel was not hired in this cycle. Because yeah, this but- cycle and the teams are important of what they're looking for, what they have, and what coach makes sense and fits where they are. And Mike Vrabel, the Chargers... And honestly, probably the Titans, because they do have somewhat of a quarterback, but they, you know, that he was fired. The Chargers were the only one that made sense to me. And they got the best candidate because it was the best job on the market. The Los Angeles Chargers, proven, Jim Harbaugh, the most sought after coach, gets the job because of Justin Herbert and what they have to offer. Mike Vrabel, all the other teams, he couldn't have helped. Because it's already proven that he doesn't help teams like the teams that they have. All right. So I, I get what your point is there about the Chargers being the best fit. But I, I, I'm looking at two teams who hired head coaches that are pretty similar to Mike Vrabel that also don't have quarterbacks. Because Dan Quinn goes to the Commanders and Raheem Morris goes to the Falcons. Those are guys who have been head coaches before in the NFL and they go to teams who currently don't have quarterbacks and teams that are struggling to do much in the division there. So like I, I would your based on your analysis of the Chargers fit, if if Dan Quinn is a fit for the Commanders, why isn't Mike Vrabel a fit for the Commanders? They don't have a quarterback. That's the not li, did you do you not listen to what I said? I did both listen of to what those you said. teams, the Falcons and the Char- and 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 uh the Commanders don't have quarterbacks. Mike Vrabel's proven that when he gets into a situation, he can defensively and build a culture and build a good locker room. But without that player at the quarterback position, Mike Vrabel doesn't make sense for those jobs. But why? So I guess my question to you is why does Dan Quinn make sense for the commanders and Mike Vrabel doesn't? Dan Quinn's reputation has obviously evolved. Dan Quinn has been to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. And Dan Quinn. I think has had got a good reputation for being in Dallas 
and Micah Parsons and Diggs and Deron Bland. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on of how he made that defense. They didn't play very well against the Green Bay Packers, but no. he had been a, a candidate over the last couple of season, seasons that was sexy. The other thing, and I'll talk about Raheem Morris, Raheem mm-hmm. Morris got a job because of what people thought about Raheem Morris. He, like Zach Taylor, went to bat for Brian Callahan, and that was disclosed. They talked to Amy and talked to Rand and said a big part was Zach Taylor jockeying for him. Mike Vrabel didn't have a lot of people jockeying for him, right? Yeah. So Raheem Morris goes to the Falcons because Sean McVay and that entire Rams staff were jockeying for Raheem Morris. So to answer your question on those two candidates, that's the reason why. It's because it's personality. Well, he had other people in his corner. Mike (laughs) Vrabel just got fired as a head coach, as a defensive-minded head coach, only coach that was available that had that happen to him, had not been in the circuit, right? Had not gotten dumbed down a peg and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of been a defensive coordinator for a couple of years like those two had. And there was not a quarterback at the place. That's not a fit for Mike Vrabel. You and I both talked about this last week or the week before is Mike Vrabel's prototypical fit and ideal job is a team that has a quarterback that he can take from here to get to there. And none of the teams were that. I think, yeah, but I think, but, but the teams hired guys who had also had a lot of commonalities with Mike Vrabel, defensive minded, fired before as head coaches. And yes, the, the, I agree with you on the fact that it is more rare. It doesn't happen that often for an NFL head coach to get fired from one team and hired in the same cycle by another team. That is an aspect to this that I, I we are on the same page with that. But I, I, I do think Dan Quinn and Raheem Morris and Mike Vrabel are very similar candidates. And the fact that two of those three got the job and Mike Vrabel didn't does mean to me, and based on your analysis of, of Dan Quinn earning a reputation, Raheem Morris having Sean McVay going to bat for him, and Mike Vrabel not having a good reputation or, or not having anybody swinging the bat for him, makes me feel like his personality, his stubbornness is holding him back and did hold him back in this particular cycle. In this cycle, recency, I think, also held him back a tremendous amount. Like, what happens immediately, what just happened with the Titans. I think the, also the perception around the league was also like, why didn't they try to trade him? No, oh, maybe there's a reason they didn't try yeah. to trade him. More right. of a reason they didn't try to trade him, right? And then you go to actual fit. You're only as good as the job you're applying for, right? Like the, com- the commanders just happen to be in this particular hiring cycle. So do the Titans, so do the Seahawks, so so uh, all the other teams, right? So like, I also think that's an impact. Dan Quinn, being a defensive coordinator and kind of building back up your reputation, I think is a big deal. Mike Vrabel, if, and we don't know what's going to happen, but if Mike Vrabel goes and is a defensive coordinator, what I think is going to happen is if he, if he, if that happens, players are going to love him. They're going to fight for him. They're going to play hard for him. Like he, that's the reputation that Mike Vrabel had before being a head coach is very likable coordinator, very 
you know, hard-nosed coordinator, coached you hard, but well-respected. And because he was just fired and you kind of peeled back the onion a little bit, the Tennessee Titans organization didn't help him out either, right? No. You can talk about the ego and the stubbornness, which is there, but the organization and the futile up and down and all the changing and Amy Adams Strunk's decisions and all that, like John Robinson being promoted and fired, like all of that. That also, I think, went into the perception of Mike Vrabel from probably some of these other organizations. Yeah, but to, to you know, Mike Vrabel was not a successful coordinator. He was not one of one of these guys that was a longtime coordinator. It was position coach. Position he was likable. Yes, he was a re- he had a good reputation as an assistant, uh, and that's why he got the head coaching job. But I don't necessarily think he's going to be a coordinator. So, all right. Um, I have a, another thing to get to because we haven't really talked a lot about because I'm glad. Well, I don't know. Are we buying or selling what Diana Rossini is saying about the intimidation factor on this? And I also have an interesting follow-up question about the Diana Rossini audio and that we that we've heard. And Stephen Wood is something uh, commented something earlier in the show that I agreed with uh, as a topic here. So we'll hear the Diana Rossini uh, uh, audio again and a follow-up question for me on that. But first, the Bone and Joint Institute is where you should turn for any injury uh, need you have in life. Boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And whenever the injury happens in life, that's where you should turn to because they're the experts and all the resources under one roof in Franklin, Tennessee. And they can help you get the job done to get off of the sidelines and back into the game uh, with whatever that injury is, whether it's you, just a life injury, your son or daughter playing youth sports, uh, whatever that may be, they've got all the resources at the Bone and Joint Institute right off I-65 in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Man, do we love BetMGM. They're rock and rolling for uh, a- another year with A to Z Sports, and you should start right now. Bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of the sports book. BetMGM is in your Apple and Android app store. They got great promotions leading up to the big game. We are right here this week, live in Las Vegas, uh, is upon us. Download BetMGM today. All right, so I'm going to play the Dino Rossini clip one more time, and then I've got a follow-up question uh, for everybody here. What is your sense of why like Vrabel doesn't have a head coaching job right now? I don't think that there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which I left. I said, stop. That That's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like? And he said, I'm just telling you, I've been I've been in rooms. And, and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. All right. So look, fact, Mike Vrabel is a very big human being. Fact, Mike Vrabel can be very intimidating. Those two things we know to be true. Now, so Diana says that the GM at the Senior Bowl said that that is a factor and it can be a factor. So we're not saying it's the reason why Mike Vrabel's not a head coach, but Zach, do you buy or sell the fact that that is a a player 
in the entire decision-making process of how Mike Vrabel carries himself? Like, wh- how do you feel about that? I buy it. Mike Vrabel's 6'4", 250, 260. He walks into a room. He's interviewing with a general manager and ownership that is in power. The owner is a billionaire. You're talking about real big power. Mike Vrabel's relationship was also, I also think the dynamic, and I'll bring this up, that sex plays a a, a factor, gender. I do think that that plays a factor. The relationship that Amy and Vrabel had was I think very good to a point. I don't think that until it, was it bad. wasn't. It was good like, until it wasn't. Right. That's yeah. usually how relationships go, right? <laughs> yes. But it was, I think that yeah. Mike Vrabel, as a man and in walking into another room with powerful men, I think that there is intimidation, and it does have to be the right fit for Vrabel and for whatever team that he's interviewing. And I think Mike Vrabel will eventually get another job. I don't think that he's will go jobless forever. But when he's going to be reporting to you, he also has this mean streak of being the ego and, and, and what we've talked about. Yeah. I do think it's a factor. It's not the sole factor. It's not a complete deterrent, but yes, I believe that it is a factor. I agree with you. It's a factor with the specific situation. I don't think it's, I don't think Arthur Blank in Atlanta gives one iota about Mike Rabel's intimidation factor. You know who I do? We're, I listed some teams that Rabel had talked to, right? The Falcons, the Chargers, and the Carolina Panthers. David Tepper's five foot eight. David Tepper has an ego way bigger than five foot eight. And if David Tepper and Mike Vrabel, who there were conversations there, and Diana's hearing this from a GM, hey, owners, people that are making decisions, I I feel like this is like a Carolina Panthers thing. I mean, it doesn't not make sense. I mean, right? out of those three. What do we what do we know about David Tepper? He is all about power moves he is he is the nfl's modern day napoleon he makes decisions based on ego and reaction he's throwing drinks on people out of his booth david tepper seems like a billionaire that would be not willing to hire a mike vrabel type of intimidation uh like well, and David brings up billionaires do not become billionaires if they're intimidated by other individual or future employees. I, there's something true. there too. There's something true there. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if it was Carolina or not, right? That it's an unnamed I'm just source. connecting dots. I, I got three three teams that Vrabel was linked to. I don't think Arthur Blank in Atlanta gives a damn about that. He talked to Bill Belichick multiple times too. And Darren says, you know, could Vrabel open a lawsuit against this? No, I mean, it's just no, a sourcing. Uh, no. So I think that would be the answer. Defamation. But, I, so I don't he, here's the other thing that I thought was interesting, too, because Stephen Wood brought this up. Uh, Diane, must be on the Vrabel payroll. So that's what we have felt, right? That over the years, Diane Rossini, well-connected inside the Titans, we all thought and felt educated guess that Vrabel was the connection with Diana Rossini. Now Diana's talking about hearing this. Do we think this comment helps or hurts 
Mike Vrabel from Diana. Well, look, Mike Vrabel is what he is. He's not going to change. He's not going to, like, you know, he can't get any. I mean, I guess he could get smaller, but like, he's six four two fifty. All right, boys and girls, and that's what he is. He is going to put the pads on, and he is going to go up against defensive linemen as long as his he's able bodied. So, like, and he's also fiery. That's who he is. That's what makes Mike Vrabel Mike Vrabel. I think Mike Vrabel, you, you talk about like what is next for him. You go into, you know, the, you know, the Bama rehab that Nick Saban had mm-hmm. and you build up what Dan Quinn and Raheem Morris had the ability to do for a few years after being fired. That is a key factor to me. Being fired as a defensive head coach in an era of football that young offensive-minded head gurus, QB gurus, are the thing. Mike Vrabel is the opposite of that. And just being fired and not having any PR on your side because he, you know, Mike Vrabel's just a meat and potatoes type of guy. He doesn't have a publicist or a PR team. That all of those factors play into why he doesn't have a, a job right now. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. it. But I also like Mike Vrabel to me is, is a guy who doesn't become an analyst at, you know, the Nick Saban, Alabama. No, Mike no, Vrabel. But, uh, I don't think I'm Mike Vrabel like becomes go, a, go to a, a coach somewhere. Right. I, no, I don't know. What I, I don't think Mike Vrabel's a defensive coordinator. I don't like, I don't think he is. That's not you the don't type think of Mike Vrabel is a defensive coordinator. I don't think Mike. I think Mike Vrabel would rather not coach this year than be a defensive coordinator somewhere else. Well, to, the jobs are slim, right? Like, right. Now, so there was something. This is a terrible time to not have a job. Like, if you really want a job, because all of the like, they've all been filled. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like. Well, there's a, there's a couple of D coordinator spots, right? Like Dan Quinn opened up the D coordinator spot in Dallas. Is Mike Vrabel could he be a schematic fit? And like a sure, like yeah, he, but he's not been a good defensive coordinator in his short time of doing that with Houston. They were dead last in the NFL. Was, we know I'm, we know was what Houston. was going. Yeah, I know. We understand that there were variables that go into that, but I don't think Mike Vrabel is a defensive coordinator. I think he is a head coach, or he's not. And so. And I did hear Adam Schefter say this on McAfee last week that Mike Vrabel has got to figure out how he wants to play this because there was an example years ago in Washington, they fired their head coach mid season and Mike Shanahan was available, was done with the Broncos. He was not a, a coordinator or anything else. And Washington fired their coach and hired Shanahan mid season. And so Mike Vrabel could set himself up to be, the most available candidate season to where if a team gets in the middle of next season and they don't like the direction they're going and they fire their coach in October, November, Mike Vrabel doesn't have to wait until his team is done playing games. If they make the wild card round, he doesn't have to do a virtual interview. You can go talk to the guy now. And so if you're Mike Vrabel and you don't want to go decoordinate somewhere and he wants to be a head coach or nothing, then sit out this year and be the most available candidate going into this next cycle. It's 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 availability versus relevancy, right? Yes. Because when you disappear and nobody thinks about you for a time, 
you know, what have you been doing? I mean, you got plenty of money. He's not worried about money. He's a multi, multi-millionaire. He could go drink Mai Tais on the beach till he gets a job. But you're not in the circuit, right? And some people, uh, you know, you get, you get forgotten. And so th- this is a good question. Is availability versus relevancy? That's why you see all of these coaches, they go into television. They don't coach because they just got to fly somewhere three days a week and they don't have to stay up all night crunching film and they're getting buyout pay and, and, and they're working for somebody else and they're in the public eye. They're relevant. Yeah. And, and uh, Jeff brings up Vrabel, Ohio state analyst. I called it a month ago. I don't think he's going to go to college. Nope. Who wants to go to college these days? But, from uh, he's the an analyst. analyst. He's an analyst. Oh, no, he, eh. he's, he, he's coached in college. So like it's not uh, yeah pre nil <laughs> that was, he coached in college in like 2012. Well, he's not. I mean, Zach, Mike I Vrabel is an analyst there. Like he he's he, they are going to put Mike Vrabel in a position to like build culture and do what he's good at doing inside as, the as building. An analyst, as an analyst, you can't talk to players as an analyst. You can't be around like you're not a coach. You're an analyst. That's what analysts analysts are like strategic and watch film and come up with schemes and new game plan stuff. Analysts don't involve with players in college. You think that's a job description that you, that's, you that's can the do? Rule. Wh- that's what the do you rule. mean? It, it college football, they have limits on position coaches and on field coaches that they can. Here's hire. the question. Can he still go coach college and get his money? Yes. So, that's what I'm saying. It analyst is a word, right? It's a term. He, but you have to understand what that means. What I'm saying, they could fit him into Ohio State to just be a culture coach. Ah, oh, there you go, brand new word, culture coach. Mike Drabel comes in there, and and he just, you know, he does what good Mike or what Mike Drabel is good at doing. If yeah, it doesn't it, involve it, his buyout, that's what I'm saying. Rashid says he can be a recruiter. Mike Vrabel's talked several times that he doesn't want to recruit. Like he's done that before. He doesn't have any interest That's in doing I said, that. He's again. a culture coach. He comes in there and he, he 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 gets the defense ready to play. Like he he teaches technique for the defensive line. Like he does uh, I, all I, of the things that we know Mike Vrabel is good at while still still getting his money from the Titans. Firing. I would like, be shocked. I would be shocked if Mike Vrabel goes to the college game. Um, so all right, and let's Phil, get you're right, Phil. We, we are just making stuff up because we don't know. I think that's what we're trying to figure out is like, what is Mike Vrabel going to do? I, I'm not ducking that, Phil. You're absolutely right. Uh, we have no idea. And that's uh, another part is that it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show. We haven't heard from Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel didn't thank the Titans fan base. He didn't thank the organization for his time there that, you know, the run that they made he didn't thank Derek Carey. Like he just left. So we are making stuff up because we don't know anything. We know that he's interviewed at certain places and didn't get the job. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to read a couple super chats and then we'll get to our next uh, conversation. Uh, Kane says, I called BS. The media wasn't saying any of this BS excuse before. If he was wanted, if the team let him go, remember, who said that uh, came uh, confusing. All right. Then we got one coming in here says that the super chats that make no sense. Like if you're going to spend money on a super chat, at least be coherent. Uh, one says the one thing Quinn has proved is he can, he can't 
win with the the big game. Uh, Super Bowl choked with a great QB. Dallas choked with a great defense. Look, I mean, every coach loses big games. Every player loses big games for sure. But, you know, there's a lot of other factors that go into that. Uh, Ryan Fields comes and says, A.J. Brown is why uh, Vrabel and Tannehill are gone. A.J. Brown made them. I I think that's putting a lot into a wide receiver's ability. Was A.J. Brown super important? Yes. Was A.J. Brown a difference maker in a touchdown score? No doubt about it. Did he help the wheel run well? Yes. But also, thing, other things are very good in 2020 and 2021 as well that were not good without A.J. Brown that weren't involving A.J. Brown, like the offensive line. Well, A.J. Brown, I think the, the trade of A.J. Brown, when I said that the Titans also didn't do him you know, all the favors because of their disruption within all of the decisions that were made, that I think is a factor. So uh, A.J. Brown, that trade, man, that was a tipping point of the trajectory of the Tennessee Titans fan base, or, uh, franchise. And I, I said it when it happened. I thought it was a stupid move. I thought it was dumb, ignorant. And Amy, any controlling owner steps in and says, no, figure it out. He's, he's a franchise guy. Now, with A.J. Brown, and this has been true, he also has baggage, you know? He, he gets upset. He deletes tweets. He does all. So you got to deal with that, and Philadelphia is dealing with that. But that was a, a huge factor in the trajectory of the franchise that included Mike Vrabel. All right, so let's get to this next conversation because – is Bill Belichick is in the same boat. And the question we want to ask here is, will Bill Belichick ever be a head coach in the NFL again? Because he's not a head coach in 2024. Another year goes by. Will Bill Belichick ever be an NFL head coach again after being let go by the New England Patriots? We'll get to your conversations here in a second. But Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment need. Krebs Kubota com is their website. They are an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across the mid-state, Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro. Uh, they can help you out. And what being an elite Kubota dealer means is that they have the best equipment in the industry, the direct line to Kubota National, the best warranty in the industry when it comes to the equipment that you need. Warranties are super important with any type of equipment. And the Krebs family name They've been doing it for 18 plus years in middle Tennessee, and they have the best customer service in the area when it comes to equipment. So whatever that project is around your home, your property, Krebs Kubota can help you out whether you need to buy it or rent it. KrebsKubota.com. A to Z sports powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. Get ready for the big game. Use the bonus code ATOZ sports. That's A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. Download the BetMGM in your Apple or Android app store today. They got different bonuses, different promos, but use that bonus code for new users. That's ATOZ Sports. All right. So is Bill Belichick in the same boat as Mike Vrabel? Uh, he currently is missing out on head coaching jobs, but will Bill Belichick ever be a head coach in the NFL again? Zach, I'll send you the chat. We also need, need more likes. We need more likes on the show. Not a lot of you guys have liked the show. So hit that like button on Facebook, on YouTube. Zach, what's the chat saying? Capital Beanie says no. Trevor says yes. No from uh, Danny or, or 
Danny says no, and then says he's 72. Lou Man says no, outdated from John. No, uh, I say Bill's done, will retire. Think he's done from Phil. Michael says no. Rooney says no. Captain says retired. Jason says no. No, he's done from Billy. There's a lot of no's coming in here. Eric, Jody, no, no, no. Bill Belichick is done. Do you think that Bill Belichick will co- be a head coach in the NFL again? Uh, we're qu- I do see some guesses. Like Joel says yes. Uh, Omar says yes. NB says yeah. Next year, the Cowboys. Bill Belichick running the Cowboys in 2025. But we're 80-20 no's. Yeah, for sure. I I don't think there's any reason to hire Bill Belichick. Like he's he's 72 in April. So that means if he gets hired the next go around, he will be 73 years old in his first year with a new team. What's the point of that? Well, hey, hey the president's 81. So <laughs> I'm not I don't no, I'm not, I didn't look <laughs> I'm look, I'm, whatever. That's you not take okay. that. You can take that what you want. What okay? Well, there's no point to get into that. Why would you well, Mike <laughs> McDonald's 36? Brian Callahan's 39 turning 40. There's so like there is a youth movement in the NFL. And why would anybody want to hire Bill Belichick at 73 years old to be a head coach? And there's no point to that. There's like there's no benefit. It hasn't worked since Tom Brady left. And Tom Brady left and Bill Belichick was like 68. I just don't think there's a point to it. I think that he doesn't need to because like being the Patriots head coach, like you're, you're going to have, because Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, people are always going to think, well, Brady was greater than Belichick during that time. So he's not going to be able to make that up. And the age I do think is a factor of like, what are you doing? Time to go fishing. You don't need to coach. You don't need to work. Like, I know you're passionate about it, but I do think that this, this coaching cycle was a product of what we talked about before is it's got to be the right fit for the right team and the right situation and the right circumstance. None of those teams fit for either side. I think he probably wanted the Falcons job, but I think Arthur Blank is you know, been reported. He kind of got talked out of it, but I think he just needs to go down as the Patriots coach like that. I mean, he, he had coached other teams before we had known that, but he is new England and just go off into the sunset. People aren't going to remember that you didn't get hired. They're going to remember you as the greatest, you know, NFL coach of all time. So the Cowboys are interesting. I don't think the Cowboys need to go that direction. Uh, honestly, no, next no, year, if McCarthy like, doesn't work out, no, there's no point. Like, why would you want to hire a 73 year old guy to help you work with a young quarterback or anybody like that? It doesn't make any sense. Like there's so many better options. Who is the oldest NFL head coach? Well, Pete Carroll is older than Bill Belichick, but Pete Carroll feels significantly younger. But, you know, you're saying active? I mean, maybe of all time. Romeo Cornell, 73 in 199 days. Is that correct? I, I want to make sure that uh, I get Pete this. Carroll's still 72, so that um, would be correct. Romeo Cornell, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think there's anybody off the top of my head. Marv Levy. He was 72. Bill's head coach. George mm-hmm. Hallett was 72. And Romeo Cornell was the oldest at 73. But. And he retired from football in 2022. So. Let's take that into factor to kind of go what you're saying is like, you don't need to hire a 72 year old no, man. No, like if you have a 70 year old guy, it's probably because he's been there for a decade. <laughs> like, don't hire that to start new. It doesn't, there's no benefit, especially when the last three years have been gross. Really, the last two years have been gross. Yeah. And, you know, no, Ryan brings up Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is 71 now, and he's not. No, it's over. Like that's the, it, the like, trend is young, offensive-minded head coaches. <laughs> Bill Belichick is an old defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, so there's no point. There's no point to hire Bill Belichick as a head coach ever again. There's no point. So, yeah, I agree with you. No. And there was no point to hire him this cycle, too. Not for any of the teams. Who was there a team that you thought would make, like, hypothetically, a, co- a coaching job that didn't come open that you thought Bill Belichick could have fit with? Well, the like problem if the was Cowboys fired McCarthy this year. Would Bill Belichick make sense? That would make more sense because they have established quarterback. Bill Belichick doesn't have the luxury of grooming, you know. Caleb Williams or Drake may like they don't, I don't, it doesn't have that ability because of age. So you need a veteran ready to go quarterback. And I don't know if the Falcons are winning a super bowl, which that's the standard when you're bill Belichick with veteran quarterbacks that are out there with Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is kind of the option as veteran proven successful quarterbacks. And Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins are Spider-Man me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, time for, let's see. Oh, uh, Kane Super Chat. We don't care. He's gone. Let's talk about who we have as coaches. That's Kane Super Chat talking about Vrabel. Look, I, we, we always knew there would be another Vrabel show. And because of the Diana Rossini audio that went viral, uh, it was worth the show today. But once, uh, you know, this show ends, we will focus more on the Titans and what's happening currently in the future uh, with the team under Brian Callahan and the new coaches that were made officially official uh, last night that we'd already talked multiple shows about. So Kane, we've, we've talked about everything that has been done uh, to this point. And so we'll talk more future Titan stuff tomorrow uh, morning. So it is now time for a little bit of shade here to wrap up this Tuesday morning. At Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see them online or check them out in Lebanon. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is their website. Go say hey to Payne Bone Forest. So shade time here on the show. Uh, Zach, I'll let you either start with your shade or head to the chat. What people are doing throwing shade this week. Yeah, I'll make my chat or my my shade pretty short and simple because it, it it's good and bad. So one of my best friends got married over the weekend. 
black tie wedding, exquisite. I mean, it was, there's 400 people there. It was huge, huge. But it was on a Sunday. I'm anti-Sunday wedding. We got things to do on Monday. I got meetings to attend and meetings popped up. I was doing Zooms at 10. I didn't expect to do that because I was, I didn't know how the night was going to work, right? You don't know how things are going to work at weddings. Sometimes you go home early. Sometimes you go to after parties. And so Sunday weddings in general, it was a great wedding, a fabulous wedding, and I wish them the best of luck. But my shade is Sunday weddings. I'm out, and it's a little disrespectful to society. <laughs> That's my shade. All right. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I would prefer weddings not be on Sunday, but, you know, I can't. Do you know, it's not up to us. Well, it, yeah, it's not my married it is, right? You can, that's something you can decide. But when you attend, that, that would be my only thing. Uh, let's see. Rambo says shade on The Rock. Did The Rock do something? I, I don't pay attention to The Rock. What happened? I only saw this because Twitter. I, the Rock came back to the WWE and like challenged Roman Reigns to a match at WrestleMania. That's about all I can tell you. I don't know any backstory or why or the feud or the story. I, I don't know, but I do know that has happened. Jay says shade on what the NFL Pro Bowl has become. Shake my head. I mean, what do you want it to be though? Like I, it's but it's now a, a laughing stock. And when you got well, like Dan Orlovsky doing better than the yeah. the quarterbacks in the competition, that actually I think didn't work in their favor. No, wherever Dan Orlovsky got his suit and dress shirt, that company should be marketing that. The fact that he just went out there in those clothes and just whipped it around uh, with his arm. Uh, you know, That's some pretty good flex material there uh, in the shirt uh, there. So Darren says, shade to Mahomes' dad, third time driving drunk, selfish act. Yeah, that's... Uh, Tough timing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't no time is... Much less no time son. is good for that, but this is uh, absolutely... Uh, awful, awful timing. Uh, Christopher Wu says, shade on A to Z sports for never starting on time. Look, if we started at 8 o'clock, you guys wouldn't be ready either. Well, and Christopher, that's why you have your live alerts on. You're watching yeah. on YouTube, make sure your alert's on so it doesn't matter. There you go. Uh, Jason says, throwing shit at telemarkers, that is all. Uh, go watch Sam's Titans at 2 show yesterday, and he'll help you out with that. Um, and then uh, Trevor says, shade on Mike Vrabel for being too yoked. <laughs> uh, then uh, Ricochet Ray says, my shade is always directed at the University of Georgia. Uh, I don't know if you saw Carson Beck got a brand new uh, super luxury vehicle um, recently. Uh, and Georgia fans were trying to turn down that he wasn't getting $4 million to come back. Uh, Hello, ladies, goes into my shade. Shade on the NCAA for not wanting players to get fair market value. and. I am going to throw shade on Charlie Parker, the NCAA president. He did an appearance. I don't know what show it was on. One of our Vols writers sent it to us uh, in a chat. Uh, they've been, you know, peeling apart that situation. But the NCAA president slipped up in an interview saying that, well, we don't, we haven't been trying to give them roles. We've been just giving them advice. And he basically just made Tennessee's case for them because the NCAA is not going to exist within much longer. <laughs> I'm trying to think, and I'm, this might be too aggressive. 
Will the Titans' new stadium be hosting NFL games while the NCAA is still a thing? So will the NCAA be gone by the 2027 football season? That might be too fast. Yeah, college usually works slow. and But so the, the SEC and the Big Ten, I mean, with all of this change, I, I think it, it, it is going to work maybe quicker than we think. That's probably right around the time. I think it's a race. The, can the NCAA survive the, the new Nissan Stadium construction? That would be interesting. That is my shade. Is the NCAA just being awful and using – they're using like rules about like prisoners not being – or not getting like minimum wage for their benefit. <laughs> well, and we, we've got diehard, diehard, diehard Michigan football, Kentucky basketball, Yankees baseball, Lakers basketball, and Cowboys football fan, Ryan Fields, <laughs> that says, my shade is on Coach Cal. He's embarrassing Kentucky. Now, I know he, he's only a fan that we know of of Michigan football and Kentucky basketball, but Coach Cal has had a couple of tough games uh, here recently where their team, but they're young. Austin, you know, they're just trying to, he's coaching young guys and that takes time. Yeah. 103 points. That was a nice Saturday evening there, Ryan. In Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys, that'll do it for us here on this Tuesday. We'll be back for Wednesday morning uh, with me and Sam and we'll talk Titans. Then make sure before you head out, you hit that like button, thumbs up before you go on the show, on Facebook, and on YouTube, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And we'll catch you guys later on Buck Rising Live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll see you later. Appreciate it as always. Adios.